Hurricane Dorian is wreaking havoc upon the planet. And of course, who is responsible? The president, because he is not doing enough to stop it. And then we've got the mayor of London, like who is that, whose city is falling apart at the hands of radical Muslims. He's criticizing Trump for golfing. I'm sorry, bro, but your city is a mess and so are you. I mean, talk about, talk about death and destruction. I think you have bigger problems on your hands than our hurricane. So what do you have to say about that, mayor? There's almost nothing a president can do before a hurricane, but leave it to the liberal media to blame President Trump before the hurricane even hits the U.S. because they, of course, have nothing better to do. So the mayor of London is this smarmy little punk who's running a city into the ground, but Trump is the one to blame because Trump couldn't find a way to stop the hurricanes from making landfall. I mean, he... he could have, could have nuked them, just saying. So we have an ad from our favorite people at Freedom Project Academy. The left is trying to indoctrinate younger and younger children with insanity, like having a drag queen read to kindergartners. Why is this drag queen in the classroom? What is this world coming to? Drag queen story hour. But at the same time, public school students are a full grade behind in math and English. So that is why you need to check out Freedom Project Academy. Freedom Project Academy, they now have a free podcast hosted by the director, Dr. Duke Pesta, that will show you actually how crazy it is in your kids' schools and on college campuses. Dr. Duke is a 25-year conservative college professor who's been fighting against leftist indoctrination his entire career. He's considered one of the nation's leading experts on the federal takeover of education, and he's been featured right here on Blaze TV. He's been featured on Fox Business and more. So do me a favor, go to drdukeshow.com to check him out. That's drdukeshow.com and subscribe for free. If you care about what's going on in America's schools, this will be 20 minutes you can't miss. DrDukeShow.com. That's DrDukeShow.com. All right, so the current narrative is that Trump is just sitting on his butt, sitting on his thumbs as a raging hurricane comes to destroy the United States of America. Today, the president teeing up at his golf course outside Washington as Hurricane Dorian battered the Bahamas and bore down on the U.S. Critics reminding him of this promise he once made to supporters. I'm going to be working for you. I'm not going to have time to go play golf. I'm not going to be playing much golf. Playing golf over Labor Day weekend. Oh, my goodness. Is he playing golf on a vacation? The president plays too much golf. He should be standing ashore, screaming at the hurricane. Don't you come here. Don't you try that with us. That's what the president should be doing. You stop that. I am warning you, Hurricane Dorian. I'm warning you. So a very short and very angry man, I think he runs the city of London, named Sadiq Khan of London, is very upset that the president was golfing. He says he's clearly busy dealing with a hurricane out on the golf course. <laughs> that was awful. That was the worst British accent I think I've ever done, and we're going to keep it. I mean, Mayor Khan, how is this any of your business? I mean, how does this fall into your purview, sir? This is our hurricane, and you have a freaking crime-ridden city to deal with. There's a machete attack every 90 minutes in Britain. In London, the schools themselves, they have 8,000 crimes in a year, just in the schools. There are at least 131 killings in London in 2018, and crime is going up. Murder surges, 44% in Cannes, London, amidst troubling rise in serious crimes, the headlines say. 
They experience ISIS attack upon ISIS attack upon ISIS attack. So I don't want to hear about how Trump is inadequately handling a hurricane when you are inadequately dealing with your country, with your city. I mean, you go on a bridge in London and you, maybe you'll get run over by a terrorist. It is not a safe city. And you, Mayor Khan, should be focused on that. Everyone knows there's very little a president can do beforehand when it comes to a hurricane. Even MSNBC admits that there's not much Trump can do. On the Rachel Maddow show blog, which of course we make sure to never miss on this show, they admit, quote, before a storm reaches soil, there's not a whole lot for a president to do. So I'm sorry, is it really the worst thing in the world if Trump gets in a round of golf on Labor Day weekend while you, get, while you guys were all getting smashed on White Claws on the beach? I don't think so. And you have your own issues to deal with, Mayor Khan. All right, New York City, New York City, where I used to live, it is a steaming heap of garbage thanks to this guy, thanks to Bill de Blasio. I mean, can you imagine running a city and doing an absolutely miserable job, making virtually everything worse, and even killing a groundhog while you're at it, and then thinking, you know what? Why stop here? I should run the rest of the country. Well, that's basically what Bill de Blasio did. His city is an absolute mess, an absolute disaster, and a warning for what will happen to the rest of the country if we adopt his brand of progressivism, his brand of socialism. Now, before we continue, I think I should mention how much I despise cyclists. You know, cyclists, they are the people who ride bicycles in the streets instead of cars for whatever reason. And their whole thing is that they follow the rules when it's convenient, but then they break them when it's convenient. So they are the most obnoxious people on the planet, riding in the street when it's convenient for them, switching to the sidewalk when it's convenient for them, and being a menace, a terror to the pedestrians. I mean... They are demanding that you, the pedestrian, or you, the person in the 2,000-pound car, do everything you can to accommodate their selfish behinds. They're the most obnoxious people. And in New York City, they're becoming a major problem. They're not becoming a major problem. They've always been a major problem, if you ask me. But if you talk to a cyclist, they would have you believe that they are being victimized by the drivers and they are getting run over and boo-hoo, 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 poor us. No, they are the victimizers. New York City bicyclists are killing pedestrians and the city won't stop it. Since 2011, bicyclists have injured more than 2,250 pedestrians, including at least seven who died, according to the stats from the City Department of Transportation and published records. And de Blasio's grand plan to fix all of this? He has a plan that's called stupidly Vision Zero. You know, you can't, it's called Vision Zero because you can't see anything. That's basically what he's saying. It was, it was unveiled in 2014, and the plan is to build more bike lanes and enforce more laws. None of this will do anything to fix the problem. You know, you try to drive around a cyclist, and they say, ah, hey, excuse me, you can't pass me like that. I'm a vehicle. And then they run a red light, you know? I mean, sorry, who do you think is going to win in this situation if you try to pick a fight with me? Your 10-pound alloy hunk of junk or my beautiful giant truck? So this Vision Zero plan or whatever is intended to end all traffic deaths and serious injuries. Poof, like magic. No more death. I mean, for the life of me, I will never understand why progressives insist on sending bat crap insane goals that will literally never become accomplished, but instead will just waste a lot of money and make problems worse. It is the worst form of virtue signaling because people actually suffer. And de Blasio's plan 
is not working. In fact, de Blasio's plan is failing. Yes, fewer people have died, but collisions are on the rise. Collisions resulting in injuries increased by 18% from 37,556 in 2014 to 44,508 in 2018. So I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and call this initiative a massive failure. And it's not, of course, the only way de Blasio is failing the people of New York. Hate crimes surge in New York City. Attacks on Jews almost double. Just this weekend, an Orthodox Jewish man was beaten with a belt in Brooklyn. And that's common. It's the third attack on Orthodox men in Brooklyn in less than a week, according to police. And as I said, I used to live in New York. And just a few years ago, and it is different now than it was just a few years ago. Now there is trash everywhere. It's disgusting. There are homeless people littered in the streets, literally, most of whom are obviously inebriated. You know, I just saw this woman. She's just in a nod. This woman sitting there in a nod with a pregnant belly. And it's clear she's in a heroin nod, and it's just the most devastating thing you'll ever see. Now, de Blasio took office in 2014, and since then, New York City, it smells worse, it's dirtier, it's less safe, and just what is de Blasio doing to solve this epidemic? Absolutely nothing. De Blasio logged a seven-hour work month at City Hall. Work month, not seven-hour work day, seven-hour work month. He announced his joke of a presidential bid in mid-May. During that entire month, he showed up to City Hall for just seven hours. So clearly the guy is no longer interested in doing his job. And I mean, to be honest, it's probably for the best that he's not doing anything because New York City needs somebody competent. So de Blasio, you should step down, resign immediately, get out of here. Quit running for president also while you're at it because nobody, and I mean nobody, likes you. You're polling at 0%, and you do not have enough donors to qualify for the debates, so just quit. According to Politico, as of August, he had less than 7,000 donors. So that's about less than 7,000 uh, than than times the hours that he showed up to work. It is embarrassing. I mean, at least, Beto, at least Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke had somewhat of a reason to believe that he had a shot since the media spent so much time sucking up to him during his run against Ted Cruz. But who out there is excited about de Blasio? Absolutely no one. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.